Welcome to the Simple Walk Podcast. We're Craig and Diane Brown, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about the simple secret to overcoming the enemy. It's found in a few short verses in Psalms. Listen in as we chat about it. Let's get started. So I think what we'll do is just dive right into the scripture that we talked about in the introduction, and that is Psalm 9, verses 1 through 3. I'm going to read it. Great. I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. When my enemies turn back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. Yeah, you know, as I, in my process of growing in the Lord and all that, years and years and years ago, I started memorizing scripture. And this was one of the little passages that I would, that I memorized and I would chew on this. And, you know, it is really so profound because in our relationship, in our walk with God, we find ourselves day by day, we're going through life and we're going through all these circumstances. We all have to deal with people. We all have to deal with things that perhaps aren't exactly pleasing sometimes. And we might interact with people in ways that are confrontational or, you know, you never know what's going to happen in your jobs and in life just generally. But the thing that really is important to grab hold of is that this kind of gives us a a template in a certain sense, a template of in our walk with God, how do we walk in a place of victory and overcoming the enemy so that we live a life that is truly set apart for his glory and uh, experiencing the fullness that Christ has for us. So verse one, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. Now, that is really, really cool because it's talking about praising and worshiping the Lord with my whole heart. Now, David really understood what it meant to not have a whole heart uh, in the sense of David was a man just like, and a person just like all of us. We have the tendency and we have the ability to have all these other things inside of us that are pulling against Christ and being our main focal point in all that we do and all that we say. David was aware of the fact that he had his frailties. He had the ability for his heart to be divided. That's why he was very adamant when he said his whole heart. I mean, this is David who not only did he kill Goliath and he understood the power of God, he had the victory of God in his life, but he also understood how when he made mistakes in Second Samuel chapter 11, he was the one Bathsheba, he's the one that lusted after her and he sent her husband to the front line and had him murdered, basically, so that he could have Bathsheba as his wife. He knew that he, as a man, had all of the, he had great power, but he also had the potential to really go sideways. And so he had to really be focused on his relationship with God so that God could become all that he knew that he was. But if he didn't surrender to the Lord, his full heart, his whole heart, he knew that he had the potential to sidestep and not do what God wanted him to do because his heart could be divided. So he was very adamant when he said, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. And I think it's really important that each one of us look at our heart and really go through the process of saying, am I really serving you with my whole heart? Then he says, I will tell of all your marvelous works. 
There's a secret that's starting to unfold here about us proclaiming the Lord and all that he has done. So it says in another version, it says, I will tell everyone everywhere about your wonderful works. And I love that because it's talking about just proclaiming Jesus in your life. And you know, that is really a key to overcoming being stagnant. If you open your mouth and proclaim Christ in your environment, even though it might not be comfortable. You begin to share the light of Christ because he's your only hope. He is the world's only hope. If you begin to understand and you begin to see Christ in all of his glory, you're going to have a hard time containing yourself. One of the keys here is this, I will tell everyone about your wonderful works. I will be glad and shout triumphantly. And that's, you know, because David, that's verse two. I will be glad. And that glad means joyful, very vehement joy. It really means in the, in the Hebrew, joy unspeakable, full of glory. And it comes from just being completely all in with Christ and letting him become all that you are. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Yes, I love that. In another version, it says, I will be glad and shout triumph, which means victory. In our life, do we really see that Christ has really delivered us from death, from the the death that is around us in the world? You know, the world system, the turmoil that's in the world, we see so much turmoil, but in Christ, he is our salvation and our hope. And all that we have comes through Christ, that he is our provider, he's our sustainer. If we begin to just like plug into him, like a light plugs into the wall, if we plug into that wall and we get energized by the life of Christ inside of us, our light is going to shine and we are going to shout triumphantly because he has delivered us from death. It's amazing the picture that God has for us. He wants us to get excited about this. Well, and I see this as a huge part of transforming our mind. We talk about how transforming our mind comes through the word and having the word inside of us. And that's an absolute for sure positive yes. Mm -hmm. But also the words that we speak helps transform our minds. Really important, huh? When we don't say something that our flesh wants to say, and instead we praise him, that's, that's a big deal for most all people. It really is. Especially for people who tend to not filter their words that are coming into their head and out their mouth. I think that's one of the reasons why we want to continue sharing this word with you that, you know, Christ really does want us to be transformed. He wants us to look at ourselves and say, I do have this potential to have a divided heart. I do have the potential to not be disciplined in my speaking sometimes. I do have the potential to, to just flesh out. I do have the potential of doing all these things. And so what he's wanting us to do, and the secret here is to exactly like like Diane said, is to proclaim, to speak out, begin to let it come out of our mouths, what God has and what he has done for us and who he is. Well, this also goes back to the value of our words. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about that on other episodes, one in particular that was, I think it was... Power of words. The power of words. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we talk about it a lot. And I am so thankful that as I've matured over the years, I have learned how to filter the words that I speak through his word 
And through praising him, mm-hmm. I still mess up. <laughs> well, we all but, do. Yeah, that's true. We all do. Mm-hmm. Every single person. But I'm very thankful that that I've learned that growing in this area is really beneficial, not only for me, but for everyone around me and for shining his light to other people in a much better way. You know, that is really one of the major keys. You know, the word of God in the very beginning, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And he said, let there be light. He spoke the word and it became. And so we have the power, if we discipline our tongue to release the revelation of the word of God, that's why this is such an important key, this passage here. I will worship you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. We saw that verse two says, I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name. Now, this is really an important one because we really, we have to become childlike in our relationship with Christ. There's nothing wrong with uh, letting your light shine in a way that is full of the joy of God. It says, I will be glad and shout in triumph. I will sing praise to your exalted name, O Most High. He is the Most High God. He is the God of all creation. If we begin to get that inside of our knower, you know, we begin to release out of our mouth this praise. And it's transformative also because what's happening is you're releasing praise in a way that is saying what is happening on the inside of you as your mind is being transformed by the renewing of your mind. All of a sudden, what's happening is you're beginning to understand the glory of God. You're beginning to see the glory of God, and you're beginning to say, whoa, Jesus, I love you, and I glory in your mighty name. How magnificent you are, and how wonderful you are, and you you can't help yourself but to tell people, and you're never ashamed. So on to verse 3, when my enemies turn back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. They shall fall and perish at your presence. You know, when it was talking about just prior to that, right, in verse 2, it said, I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Now, think about this. When we're worshiping God and we're singing praise to the Lord God Almighty, He inhabits the praises of His people. He causes His glory to shine around us because our childlike nature, our innocent love for Him is being lifted up before His throne, is a sweet-smelling savor before His throne. He inhabits the praises of His people. If our life is set apart unto the Lord, if we're in a circumstance that is coming against us, we feel like the enemies around us, if anything like that is happening ever in your life and you feel like there's a heaviness. And I think also in those times when maybe something like is coming at you, if you change the narrative in your head, which might tend to be, why is this happening to me, God? And instead say, what can I learn through this? And how can I praise you better as I'm learning through this hardship or whatever? And I think that as we praise him and, you know, it's not always really easy to be glad and rejoice when you're you're going through really difficult times. I quite agree. So if someone is going through a difficult time, when you make the choice to praise instead of complain, then that begins that process of making that enemy, which is your flesh, Mm -hmm. flee. Exactly right. It's bringing every thought into the obedience of Christ. 
And so that's right. really that's really is the process. When it says my enemies turn back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. You know, our flesh is our greatest enemy. It's true. So we want it to flee. It's we true. We want it to, you know, perish. That's right. So that we can always experience victory. Right. The enemy, the principalities, the powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world, the spiritual wickedness that is in controlling of the world, it has its foothold in our flesh. We can uh, give in or we can cause it to flee. We can lift up praise. That's why this was such an important topic to discuss because it's through the praises of God. It is through the, as this talks about, you know, I will praise you, O Lord, with my whole heart. It's giving God all of you and recognizing that he is your only hope. If you're not really committed to him in the beginning, my dad used to say this thing. He said, if your faith fizzles before the finish, and that could be every moment of every day, but if it fizzles before the finish, then it was faulty from the first. <laughs> That's a good one when you think about it. <laughs> it really is, because if you're allowing the enemy to come in and take root in you, then you're not understanding something properly. So it's really important to understand that God has given us all of the tools necessary to walk in victory, to live a life that is set apart unto him, and to live a life that is victorious. So always remember how much Jesus loves you, how much the blood of Jesus has given us victory, and how that we can walk in the power of his word. We can live a life that is set apart unto him. We can lift up praises before his throne, and the enemy has to flee in his presence. He will fall and perish at the presence of Jesus in your life. Allow yourself to realize that you are a child of the Most High God, and when you call upon his mighty name, you will be saved in every circumstance, in every moment of every day. Become desperate for his presence. Feast upon his word. Let the light of his truth shine through you so that his glory can manifest itself in you and through you and the, and the people around you can be touched and transformed by his presence through you. And it will be a glorious and a wonderful walk. And I pray that God will just impart this wisdom to you and that we just want you to know how much we love you how much we care about you, and we pray for you every day, and we thank God for you, and be blessed. And we will see you on the next episode.